Welcome to the Calyrex Game Corner's Pokemon D&D campaign, featuring Cindy, a young vagabond from the Hoenn region with pyromaniac tendencies, Gimli, a stocky, burly miner from Sinnoh looking for his lost son, Elodie, an enthusiastic foodie and baker from Kalos, and Schmidt, an enigmatic man from Johto with a duck. My name is Rich, and I'm the Game Master, and this is Dunsparce and Drampa. These nuts has experienced heavy damage, as the Quackopaco entrusted the Hooper Ring to a 12-year-old boy from the Univa region, staying with family in Hoenn as a means of expediting their trek to Duford Town. Their trip was certainly hastened, but not without cost, as the Paco's ship was swiftly traveling atop a horde of Corsola as it dove into the portal made by Alex directly into Alex's bedroom. As a result, the Paco's ship, Deez Nuts, is hardly seaworthy and is in desperate need of repair, not to mention that the party has suffered extreme injury from debris as their sailboat and approximately 200 Corsola destroyed a two-story family home from the inside out in a small Duford neighborhood. Schmidt, thinking quickly, covered the child to protect him and saved him from likely death, but not without Schmidt having taken even greater damage as a result. While battered, only Elodie and Gimli are conscious to greet Alex's aunt and uncle as they stand mere meters away from the wreckage, carrying grocery bags from an evening shopping trip alongside a large and wide human-like Pokemon with massive three-fingered hands with the appearance of a sumo wrestler carrying two gallons of moo milk as if they were teacups. It is well into the evening, approaching 8 o'clock p.m. The commotion has caused all of the neighbors to peer out from their yards and porches, assessing the source of the loud sound and subsequent destruction. The smell of smoke, natural gas, and sawdust fills your senses. A fell wire crackles and sparks on the ground, and a water pipe from a bathroom is uncontrollably spewing vertically into the sky. This home is beyond repair. Alex's aunt drops her grocery bags and just screams and cries. Considering Cindy and Schmidt are unconscious, with a scathed Quacko standing atop Schmidt with his sword drawn forward and Schmidt having collapsed on top of Alex, the Hooper Ring is nowhere to be seen among the wreckage. Before we actually properly start, I need Elodie to do something for me. Okay. I need you to make two dexterity saves. Okay. I have that dex stat. I need to actually just roll 2d20, individual d20. Gonna be a bad session, folks. Okay. Oh, boy. One and a ten. A one and a ten. Flip a coin or roll a d2 or do evens or odds. Evens or odds. That's evens. Okay. Roll one more flat d20. I will let you know that this d20 is in combination with a roll that I had Schmidt make before uh, this session. Oh, God. Okay. That's an eight. Perfect. The rolls (laughs) I just had you make uh, were influencing the Pokemon that were outside and around the ship before it entered the portal. Uh, The first two dice I had you roll were for Grape Juice and Bubblegum, who were behind the ship, uh, giving it moisture as it propelled forward. Um, Grape Juice did not make it through the portal. Bubblegum is strewn in the debris, and they have to make a DC 16 dexterity save. (laughs) So Grape Juice is just in the ocean. This is correct. Yes. Well, well, well. What consequences have I? If it isn't, if it isn't the consequences of my act. Well, well, so, well. Saw a post earlier that said, "Ooh, I love my little actions." Consequences <laughs> of them, however. That's <laughs> so true. I love my little actions. Uh, Bubblegum did fail that deck save. Okay, Bubblegum takes sixty damage. Sixteen uh, or 60? sixty? Sixty six zero. 
Um, those are the first two rolls I had you make. Uh, the third roll I had you make was for different Pokemon that were outside the ship, and that was Patricia and Cabbage, who were guiding the Corsola to guide the ship in the direction it was going, in front of the ship. Um, this The role that I had Schmidt make, I won't tell you the DC for this, but the role that Schmidt made was seven, and yours was eight. Those are both too low, and Patricia and Cabbage are also currently lost at sea. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, well. <laughs> I love my little actions. <laughs> All this to say, this may not be your greatest problem at the moment. Uh, True. No. Two kind of mid-40s aged people, a couple, Alex's aunt and uncle, see the destruction before them alongside their Pokemon, and they are rightfully very concerned uh his aunt oh. is inconsolable and his father seems like he is about to speak um i will we're not going to enter initiative but i'm going to set a five minute timer i'm not going to tell you for what please tell me how you'd like to defuse the situation and in what order you'd like to do it i think the first thing that i would do is orient myself and take inventory okay so <laughs> probably just going to start yelling out names like Schmidt, Cindy, Gimli. I'm here. I'm I'm looking for them. <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay, can I uh, can I perception to see if I can find the other ones? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the perception. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a ten. <laughs> With the ten, you basically just see the basics that I've just described to you. Um, you see Cindy in a pile of rubble, uh, unconscious, breathing. You see. Um, Quacko standing atop of Schmidt. Quacko looks kind of scathed and bruised, but is functioning. Um, Schmidt seems messed up. Uh, yeah. He is breathing very, very slightly, and the mast of these nuts has fallen onto his left shoulder. Uh, he's like pinned, and underneath him, you see uh, Alex also unconscious. Well, better try to get Schmidt out. <laughs> okay, is that your course of action here? Yeah. Okay. Based on your passive strength, you should be able to remove him from the rubble. Uh, Elodie, okay. are you doing anything in this moment? Um, I'm gonna try to like recall all of because I have all the Pokeballs. So I'm gonna try and recall the Pokemon that are not in their Pokeballs. This is cabbage and uh, cabbage, grape juice, bubble gum, and grape juice. All three of them. Okay, you just kind of hold up the ball and see what happens. Yeah, like, I don't know. However you normally recall Pokemon, sure. I guess. Yeah, um, Bubblegum is recalled, no problem. Uh, there's a little laser that exits Cabbage's and Grape Juice's Pokeball and scatters forward into the sky and does not seem to connect with a Pokemon. Oh, As these events yeah, happen, like um, Alex's aunt is not functioning, and Alex's uncle says, What do you think you're doing and uh as you stand in the wreckage of their home um alex's aunt has dropped all of her groceries and there are eggs on the ground and uh their intimidating pokemon is standing uh with its hands at its hips uh very intensely looking down at elodie and gimli so i got schmidt and alex out of the wreckage that's correct yeah you don't need to roll for that you you do that oh, what do 
I don't know what we're doing. What we're I don't doing. know how we got here. She's having a mental breakdown. We decided we were going to lie about this and tell them it was all the kids' fault with the ghosts. Cindy says unconscious. I, <laughs> Cindy Sorry. Says unconscious. No, you're fine. You're fine. No, I mean, I, I agree. Uh, Blame it on the unconscious yeah. child. Yeah. Not the me unconscious child, we're, the other listen. unconscious child. Listen. True. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but we picked up this boy when we were at sea. We're on an island now or something. I don't know where we are. Where are we? we? What is yeah, this? I don't even know where we are. We, we picked him up, and then suddenly we fell here. I don't, I don't know what happened. Okay. Uh, as Gimli did most of the speaking, I'm going to need either a persuasion or a deception check from Gimli. As you're kind of telling the truth, but you kind of do know what happened. <laughs> so, uh, 18. 18. That's pretty damn good. Um, that being said, the, the threshold for this is still difficult, but uh, they, they're they comforted by an adult in this situation, so to speak. It wasn't until this moment that these two people even realized that their nephew was a part of this. Uh, it wasn't until Gimli motioned to the child that he pulled out from the wreckage. Um, this doesn't necessarily help their case, but they are happy to see that their child is alive, question mark, or that their nephew is found. His aunt just still screaming, crying, just not throwing up yet, but that could happen. Uh, screaming and crying, just dashes. Oh my God, is this your home? Wait, we are the house? Uh, she just rushes forward to, to Alex. Um, I'm actually making a dex check for her, uh, and she fails, she trips. Uh, she's a little hurt, actually. <laughs> she fell on some wood. Uh, that's not great. Um, her her partner kind of steps forward and picks her up, and he looks at Gimli, and he says, What did you do to our nephew, and how, why did you destroy our home? Okay, let me, let me take a deep Okay, so as I explained, we were sailing to Duford. Is that where we are right now? Justin, oh, I said his name. Uh, you don't know his name yet. Uh, <laughs> the uncle says, yes, we're in Duford Town. Okay. We were sailing just in the middle of the ocean on our way here. We found this boy. You said his name is it's Alex, right? Yes, his name is Alex. Yes, we picked him up on a small island in the middle of the ocean. No idea how he got And now we're here and apparently crashed into, this is your house? The man says, "Yes, this this was our house. It's completely right. destroyed." I don't, I don't know what happened. While, <laughs> while he's talking, yes, um, I'm gonna take out Key Lime and Aubergine. Okay, um, and I'm gonna try and have Key Lime dart like heel pulsing. We'll start with probably uh, like Cindy, if I can actually. Yes, I can. I can't heal humans. It's just half potency. Yes, that's correct. Um, and aubergine, copycatting that, and then I'm gonna go, um, over to the child and try healing him myself. Okay. For clarity, key lime is heal pulsing. Cindy aubergine is copycatting and healing whom? Um, let's go with Schmidt. Okay, and then you are f- physically healing Alex. Yes. Okay, roll those heals. I guess, yeah, it would be different heals. Let me see what Aubergine's um, damage formula is. And I am pausing the timer as we're, like, doing these things, so. Right, because they're all... Yeah. If I'm, like, negative health, is the heal pulse, like, 
against the negative health um, or is it if you receive any healing at like all zero? we'll say that you go to zero um that threshold okay. yeah yeah you know it's only when you first initially take a negative damage that it matters because at that point on you're just making saves like if you take damage when you are unconscious that's just an automatic death save so it's not like it actually matters until you hit the auto death which you didn't thankfully i don't know how close you were but it might have been kind of cool um, yeah it was real close yeah um Aubergine's Heal Pulse deals uh, 2d12 plus 3 healing. Okay. And so that would just be like 1d12 plus 3 for a human? Uh, Correct. Correct. Okay. I can So I can roll those for um, Key Lime onto Cindy, Aubergine onto Schmidt, and um, me. For, for me onto Alex, I get to choose, right? It's a health transfer. That is correct. Um, so I'll give him 20 HP. Okay, sure. Uh, all of this happens. Cindy regains consciousness. Uh, she's pretty beat up. Alex kind of coughs. He goes, <laughs> where am I? Schmidt receives healing. Um, his breathing becomes more stable, but he is, he is not conscious. And, uh, where he is pulled from the wreckage. Let me, give me a medicine check. Actually, Elodie. Will do. What if we just like accidentally killed Schmidt, guys? <laughs> Real shit. Imagine um, our actions having consequences. That's crazy. That's going to be a 14 on that medicine check. Yeah, that's good enough. You can see that Schmidt, in efforts of protecting Alex, uh, put himself in greater harm's way. And as stated, the mast kind of collapsed on his body. As he was pulled out from the wreckage and you are assessing him, um, it seems like his left arm from the shoulder is just the ligaments and bones are not connected to his body. And he is not oh awake. God. He has HP. He is unconscious. He is perhaps comatose. Okay. Would love to stay here in chat. We need to get this man to a hospital right now. Uh, the... The aunt says, Alex, you're okay. And I, even though she fell over and she scraped her knee, she kind of holds him. And Alex is very confused. He's like, what's what's going on? I, I don't know. And at this time, the man says, listen, I don't think you're going anywhere. And uh, his partner, Pokemon, is all big and imposing. And you can see that uh, the neighbors in this neighborhood are kind of watching and kind of scrambling around. And off in the distance, roll a perception check, both of you, actually. Eight. Uh, 21. 21. 21's good enough. Um, Gimli hears a sound that he just, through his life, has become characteristic with. It is uh, the rhythmic barking of police Pokemon that are running over. Uh, this barking is signature to law enforcement. Um, they will be here in 90 seconds. Uh, you are welcome to make decisions about your life until then. <laughs> um, this was a freak accident. Do you I say this? It was. <laughs> I like whisper it to our crew. We're not going anywhere. This was all a freak accident. There's no way to explain it otherwise. We, it's, we, it's a... <laughs> can you see this man's shoulder? We would not have done this on purpose. Uh, roll persuasion. Jesus Christ, my rolls today. If oh. anything, our friend here clearly tried to save your boy's life. So, oh, That'll be a 12. That'll be a 12. Um, he's not completely convinced. Uh, he thinks about it, and he's putting the logic together, but he says, how do we know this man wasn't just another product of your kidnapping, huh? 
So we kidnap uh, your son. I and point then, at oh, Alex your, and I'm like, nephew. did you tell your aunt and uncle about the voodoo ghost shit? I'm going to make a roll Cindy, for it. Cindy swears? <laughs> yeah. She, Not often. Kanan, she said shit. She said it. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not. Elodie's at that point of delirium where she's like, "Cindy, language." <laughs> That's shock, yes. baby. Um, Alex rolled Cindy high enough for his recollection, where he kind of looks at his aunt and he says, "I, I, I don't think that they were trying to hurt me." Uh, he is trying to impart that he doesn't believe that you were all malicious. Um, you guys have twenty seconds. Do you say anything or do anything? Look, I don't think we kidnapped your nephew and then crashed a boat into your house. I don't think that makes sense. We found him on an island. Yeah, we we're just under as confused a as bunch you of Corsola. We saved him from being trampled by Corsola. Yeah, you know, I have neglected to mention. I mean, I brought it up once, but there's just so many Corsola around. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was nearly trampled by <laughs> this. I, I don't know how to explain this. Besides, this is a, this is literally an act of nature. Like. Uh, some you have other... insurance for this, right? Arceus himself. <laughs> All right, stop. <laughs> calm down. Arceus. <laughs> Sidney, calm down. You're, you're clearly doing <laughs> uh, Just for the flavor, yeah, I kind of neglected to describe uh, just how many Corsola they are. There are around here. Uh, they're spilling into the streets. Um, some of them are unconscious, but a lot of them are fine. Uh, a couple of them have already started like playing with the broken bathroom pipe where they're like kind of going to the air. <laughs> They're bringing a very strange uh, contrast of tranquility and happiness to this terrible, terrible situation. This is their this is their house now. They're vibing, dude. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, they're all sorry vibing. They all have smiles on their face, and they're kind of just cooing. They're like, "Cool, cool," and they're all just kind of hanging out. The ones that are con- uh, that are conscious, the ones that are unconscious, are just knocked out, but they're also still smiling. Like uh, they have not a care in the world. Um, it is at this moment that three uh, beautiful massive tiger striped orange dog pokemon ridden by uh law enforcement come over to the scene of this crime um they hop off of their dogs and these arcanine um circle around the debris around the house and they um say what happened here and they are kind of looking at the adults in the situation which are gimli and alex's aunt and uncle gimli do you do attempt to explain anything before uh alex's uncle does uh yeah, I'll just get ahead of it. Okay. And kind of explain as I explained to Alex's uncle the terms of events. Do you want me to go through them again? Uh you don't necessarily were. have to, but you will have to make um another charisma check. Of course. Yeah, that that's that's a given. It okay. could be strength if you were trying son? to frighten the police, but I don't think you I'm are. I'm not trying to frighten <laughs> the police with okay. their archetypes. Okay. I'm just saying <laughs> you have a, you have a passive that turns charisma into strength. I do, into I do have that. You're absolutely right, but I think there's a there's a time and a place for intimidation, <laughs> and this is not it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that is a twenty-one on the die. On you, the dirty die. twenty-one. Oh, not on the die. Eighteen. On I was like, what in the world? 21. How did you do that? I realized it on the die. Twenty-one sided dice. Dude, I'm crazy. Yeah, that's an <laughs> omega crit. Are you rolling a d100? Like, what is happening? <laughs> um, yeah, Gimli uses his dad instincts to um, kind of calmly explain the situation, and this first law enforcement um, takes it pretty well. Uh, all things considered, this is truly a disaster. Um, right. But they hear you out, and they say, "Oh, you know what? I trust you. 
I believe that this wasn't intentional. You don't seem like a malicious bunch. There's someone here who's clearly very injured, and we've already called for medics, so he'll be taken care of. Um, until we get to the bottom of the situation, I do insist that you come into custody with us down at the town hall. That's totally fine. <laughs> wow. That's very reasonable. While um, we're there, yeah, I would like to telepathically communicate with Key Lime. Okay. To tell her to stay behind and hide and look for the Hooper ring. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> give me a stealth right now for Keyline. Okay. Can I offer a distraction as well? If <laughs> you want. This stealth? Sure. What, like, what? I'm just going to kind of be like to the officers, like, we, we will come into custody, but like, we do want to help clean this up. Like, not that it was intentional, but like, when shit happens like this, you got to. Very gotta... innocent of you to try to clean up a crime scene. Yeah, give me a Christmas. But like, we want to help. We want to help put the house back together. Like, we didn't. Want, like we wanted this our boat is in shambles we want to fix our boat we want to fix the house <laughs> we want to fix our friend who is unconscious yeah give me give me charisma for this what is my charisma <laughs> plus two okay that's 12 12 um alex's aunt and uncle <laughs> yeah alex's aunt and uncle and the law enforcement um, think you are a well-meaning but ignorant child, and they kind of just say, "Oh, that's that's very nice." As the law enforcement um, prepares handcuffs uh, from their belts, and they intend to take the lot of you in. Uh, did you roll that dex for that stealth for Keyline? Yes, I got a fourteen. Okay, that is just Three enough. Handcuffs. Um, Keylime. Yes, you don't need to handcuff us. <laughs> we're, we're coming. Keylime. Uh, teleports behind some debris inside of these nuts and is remains hidden which is great um you tell them not to handcuff you yeah you don't you don't have to do i'm that. not we'll saying anything uh, yeah they say unfortunately for a tragedy such as this we have no choice for a crime of this scale i hope you understand please be compliant they do secure handcuffs to all of you unless you decide to resist um no. th- they also confiscate your bags and your Pokeballs, unless you decide to hide them, uh, they are going to be taking your belongings. Um, yep, no need. It is in this moment that uh, you hear uh, like a kind of what sounds like a high pitched kind of church bell sound, like way down the road, and then out of nowhere, just shoom, like soaring above the ground, is a large pink and white egg shaped Pokemon, and it's going. Bleep! and it's just rushing as fast as possible directly to schmidt um and it kind of like floats down in the air a little bit that it was gliding from and this pokemon is wearing like a little little medical hat and running up behind it is uh is a is a doctor um because they received the call that someone was greatly injured and this pokemon being a blissey immediately starts attending to schmidt um it is kind of it has a huge smile on its face and it's cheering it's and uh it's just it's gently moving schmidt around and applying some seems like uh some healing effects from its body uh but schmidt isn't really responding well at all uh the doctor arrives and quickly examines each one of you for your injuries doesn't give you give you any treatment but reports to the law enforcement that you all seem to be fine at the moment please doctor just do what you can for our friend he's clearly in bad shape uh the doctor she kind of gives you a nod but doesn't really say anything as you're all being handcuffed. The law enforcement says 
you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say may be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to talk to a lawyer and have them present with you while you are being questioned. If you do not have a preferred lawyer of the region to select, select, uh, one will be appointed to represent you. And uh, with that, there are like little carriage seats on the side of each of these three Arcanine that they put you into. Um, And uh, one of them also, one of the Arcanine carries alex and his aunt and uncle away because honestly what are they going to do here <laughs> there's nothing here for them yeah um they their groceries are just kind of left on the ground and with that they start moving into the center of duford town as this is all happening do you have anything you want to say any checks you want to make anything on your mind that you want to do before you arrive to wherever you are going um. i think we have a good lawyer can i just do like an insight check on these police officers for their like character sure yeah go for it that's weird okay oh fabulous uh that was an 18 okay yeah um they seem like gotta remind myself this is a fantasy world uh (laughs) they all seem like trustworthy individuals um they the the woman who's been doing the most talking seems to have a higher rank um and she has two masculine police officers with her that are kind of just like doing what she says um based on how this is laid out uh the arcanine that the this leader seems to be riding atop of is the one that is carrying um gimli and elodie uh schmidt is still left behind being tended to as is keyline but we can touch on that later um and then another arcanine is carrying alex's parents someone We'll just say Cindy because she's not on this Arcanine. She's closer to the other ones. Give me a perception for listening. That's a nine. It's a nine. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can tell that the one police officer that is carrying Alex and his family, his extended family, um, is just kind of collecting basic information about them, um, what their names are, how long they've lived here, um, stuff like that, what they think happened, etc. Any other things that you wish to do? Or say, despite your Miranda rights being known, anything you wish to say uh, to these cops as you head to wherever you're going? Nope. Explain it all at the station where we're supposed to. Silence is the best policy. Mm-hmm. Great. Golden rule. You do that. Despite what has occurred here. And as you are moving away and the cooing of the Corsola gets quieter and quieter, they're still just mulling about the neighborhood um, completely aimlessly. It's a beautiful night. Uh, it's about 8 p.m. The sun is fully set. Uh, when you're this far away from the mainland, the stars twinkle so brightly. Uh, this is probably the most beautiful sky vista you've seen, apart from the Meteor Falls meteor shower, the Draconid shower, uh, which, of course, was a very special event. But the sky is so much clearer out here. The ocean breeze is so nice. And if it wasn't for the events that just transpired, you'd be in a pretty good mood. Uh, it's, it's nice. Uh, to your left seems to be to the north, where the beach is and as you go deeper and deeper into town you observe um a nice little island settlement there's some major buildings the kind of um, amenities you would expect to see there is a particular house that uh appears to have a lot of activity it's not quite a house it seems to be a business of some sort um and there's a big poster outside and it says tyler caldwell all week um and apparently that there's some sort of event happening there there are lights on you can hear people cheering and, and clapping you pass by a Pokemon Center. You pass by uh, a basic kind of market, an open air outdoor market. You see a boat dock and a shipyard. 
And eventually, you arrive at a courthouse slash police station that is neighbored. It's nestled into some forest that is to the south on Duford Town. Uh, the law enforcement escort you off of the Arcanine. You're still bound. Uh, and they take you to an area to be uh, legally assessed. And Gimli is first in this queue. They put you up in front of a white wall that has measurements going up and down, and they prepare to take your mugshot. They ask what your name is. Gimli Lodestone. Lodestone. Very cool. Uh, that's not the cop who says that. That's me. Um, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, there's a flash as they take your photograph, and they move you into like kind of a holding area, and they take your handcuffs off. They also take note of Gimli's region of origin and city of origin, which is uh sino and Kanalov city correct not like it's a quiz <laughs> but i just wanted you to say it <laughs> you got it i was like i wrote it <laughs> up next is elodie uh elodie gabena okay and where are you from lumio city kalos great they uncuff you and ooh, hold on everyone give me just a d20 and one Nice. 18. 18. What was that, Elodie? Also one. Oh, shit. We both got one. Let's go. I was going to say, Cindy, you could use your passive here to re-roll it, but I don't think with Elodie's one it matters. Um, It seems that they put Gimli and Elodie into separate holding areas, separate cells. Um, It seems that that's the intention for all of you. Uh, Cindy, you're the last one up. What do you tell the law enforcement? I'm Cindy. Just Cindy? Yep. They say, okay, Cindy, where are you from? Uh, my grandparents are the Berry Masters, so I grew up at their house, which isn't really in a city. Uh, this courthouse worker makes a check. They say, okay, you have a Mauville address. I think we can look that up. And uh, they ask, and how old are you? Noticing that you're quite young. Uh-oh. Is today my birthday or is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow. 14. They say, thank you. And they escort you to a holding cell. They take off your cuffs. The The three of you are in prison. Uh, you are separated. In my hand. Sorry? Harmonica spawns in my hand. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Came out of nowhere. Roll a d20. Came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was going to ask if there's like a metal cup I could clank on the bars. <laughs> what'd you get on your d20 i got a seven okay no there's no harmonica Um, so you are each in um roughly pretty generous holding cells that they're about um 20 feet of area so what 10 feet on each side they're squares they're side by side um all three walls are just like stone except for the southern facing walls which are prison bars um each one has like a very hard looking bed and a toilet and directly across from you you can see there's like a storage locker where they're putting all of your belongings securing a combination lock to this locker and uh they there's some talking in another room blah 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 so they're they're saying something you guys can roll a perception i suppose to see if you can make out um you one of you guys needs a 20 if you just all roll D20s, you would need a 20 to hear what they're saying. I got a 9. Okay. Baby, that's a 24. Was it natural 20, though? 
That's what I meant. Sorry. No. Yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't yeah, yeah, an F twenty. Okay. Should have, should have specified. My bad. Not DC twenty. <laughs> um, there's some murmuring. Probably not important. And then uh, an individual, a, a a guy who uh seems like maybe he's like an intern or like studying to be a cop. Um, enters the room, closes the door, sits on a chair, pulls out a magazine. Uh, and you see each of your cells has a window that is also barred. And then in the southwest corner of the room, there is a perch up against the wall, which is kind of odd to see here. And atop it, there is an owl Pokemon with large eyes and a crest. And is just kind of looking at each of you almost curiously. Um, allow me to draw this room real quick. Just just so you guys know. What's going on? Are we here? about to have combat in here? Like what? Uh, that's up to you. We don't have Pokemon. That is correct. You don't have Pokemon. I fought a man with my fist twice. I also, I out have, of prison. I also fought a man with my fist, but I think I was more successful. Gimli and Cindy break out of prison, and Elodie just doesn't get the memo. Listen, I need you guys to be to have all the options given to you, whether or not you wish to take them. I think that's important. Um. And I also just felt like kind of drawing this. So, uh, if Since you he's a child, there are no real legal repercussions. As a minor, I mean, you can, you can still go to juvie. Why are you Is doing? Is there a metal cup in here? Uh, roll a d twenty. <laughs> just pretending to be every jailhouse like film you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a child. Uh, just a straight d twenty. Yeah. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, there's no loose objects to your knowledge. Um, but the, the toilet in your, uh, cell has like a loose washer that you've identified. It is metal. It's just a small little ring that you can take off of the handle. Excellent. I would like to do that and start essentially singing my sea shanty, Uh but while also hitting this uh, metal washer on the bars. (laughs) Great. Give me a performance. It's a net one. <laughs> yeah, great. Do you want to use your passive or no? That was my intent. Honestly, this is really what I wanted. Literally, the microphone didn't pick it up. She was cackling from the other <laughs> Um, It's awful. It's so bad. No one can stand it. Um, it like, Elodie, why did you wake her? <laughs> it, I'm sorry. You could have just went to the hospital and we could have been fine here. <laughs> it immediately draws the attention of the owl. And it's just really keenly staring down Cindy as she's just uh, mumbling incoherent nonsense that's kind of melodic, kind of rhythmic, but she's just kind of slamming the washer against the bars. And this guy that's sitting in this chair reading the magazine says, stop it. What do you think you're doing? And he like goes over and he goes to grab for uh, the washer. Do you give it to him willingly? I'm just trying to kill time. You get a magazine. I got nothing. He's going to try and take the washer from you. Do you prevent it? I'm not like letting him have it but i'm also like in a cell so like he'd have to like reach for it uh he reaches for it and he rolled pretty well so i think he's gonna be able to confiscate it um, what, what am i rolling i guess yeah let's do opposed decks actually that's more fair R- roll decks decks yeah you don't have sleight of 13. hand 13 right? okay yeah what? You, you don't have sleight of hand as a skill right I do. You do? I have plus five. Yeah. Plus five for sleight of hand. What That's huge. Yeah. What? Why haven't you been stealing more shit? What? Yeah, wait. He's not evil. You don't have to be evil to steal. He's a child. You just have to be chaotic. 
What, what did, so what um, does that change your roll to? Uh, what's 12 plus 5? 17. Yeah, that. Um, You actually tie him. And while ties favor the attacker, this guy kind of sucks. So I'm just actually not going to give it to him. He reaches, he reaches for the washer and you kind of pull it away and he's like, all right, I guess, I guess that goes to the toilet anyways, but you better not be making any more racket. <laughs> Can I sing without the washer? He can't take my voice. Are you, are you asking him or are you asking me? I'm asking the DM. You, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, you can sing. Yeah. I am just killing time. Okay. Oh, you're, you're killing me, not time. <laughs> yeah. Um. This guard is going to make a Cindy roll. Cindy might be having a psychotic break. <laughs> That's fair. Schmidt had one with the um, Altaria dolls, so I think it's Cindy's turn. Um, She's never been to prison. She's a child. You of any of us. Unless Gimli has, and I don't know about it. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Oh, uh, no. You want to you regale the times of when I was a young man? <laughs> um... Based on this individual's role, he says, you know what? That's enough. And he says, Noctowl, help me out. And Noctowl hops down from the perch and it goes, whoo, whoo. And uh, it stares at Cindy. And Cindy has to make a con save DC 14. Uh, did I get any HP or am I just like conscious at one? You got a heal pulse amount of HP. I don't remember what I that... don't know what that... I don't think it was ever said. I did roll it. it. Let me see if I can remember it. I'm sorry. I did it was never no, said, okay. and I didn't. Yeah, do it. I things were happening. I foregore. I foregore. You got the heal pulse from Keelam. I'll just I'll reroll it because okay, yes, that's fine. Long enough, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Okay. If I'm to about know. to take damage, uh, on save, you're not taking damage. On oh, you could. I, don't, I it could be. It has been specified. Like, gnosis or something. Uh, that's eleven. About to- eleven. Yeah, eleven yeah. HP. Garby was on to something. This is, in fact, hypnosis. Uh, what was your con save? Uh, uh, my con's minus one. Yes, it is. That's a three. Yeah. Uh, Cindy is conked. She's asleep. Let's go. Uh, Thank you so much. <laughs> is that ethical? Uh, we're in jail. We have no room to talk about ethics right now. Um, Do I know enough about the legal system of Hoenn to know if that's, like, allowed? Yeah, roll intelligence. Okay. Also, we have a lawyer we can call that I will be complaining to when no, we, don't. we have that up. Only Schmidt has the phone. Yeah, but we tell them that that's our lawyer and they will contact him for us. <clears throat> that's how the law what works. What was his name? Clementine Sawyer? Uh, that was his name. Yes. 21 for your intelligence check? Yes. Um, Carlos does something kind of similar. Um, it has been determined by many governments that the most ethical way to calm someone who's rowdy, it's typically used for drunk people. People are intoxicated. Um, there's Pokemon <laughs> that can specialize in hypnosis and offers just really sound sleep and really pleasant dreams. Um, so you can assume that that's what this Noctowl is assigned to. It's completely ethical. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cindy's not drunk. To them or something. I don't know. Man, uh, Noctowl sounds like a great investment. Like, who needs melatonin or anything when you can just, like, have a Noctowl? <laughs> You're in your cells. The guard is reading the magazine. You know the layout of the room. Is there anything that you would like to do or ask or roll for while you are here? Well, Cindy's unconscious again, so... Correct. I think now that Elodie has had a moment of 
piece to think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's okay. It is peaceful. Um, I will ask the guard mm-hmm. if he heard about what happened in Lava Ridge. <laughs> um, roll a charisma check. Okay. Oh yeah, we are heroes, guys. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, we did that. Have you heard of we, Deoxys? Thought of volcano. I feel like less people heard about that. Situation. Have you heard no, of no Pablo the Pichu? Yeah. Hey, do you know Pichu. Pablo? That's so funny. Imagine. Uh, for charisma, that was a dirty twenty. Nice, very good. Um, the guard kind of peers at you over his magazine. He he can see you from where he's sitting. He can't see Gimli. Um, and he says, yeah, I heard about it. What of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was just remembering that something like crazy happened there <clears throat> recently. I mean, what I'm referring to, right, is the volcano erupting and that, um, there were some people who helped to save the city from being completely overrun with lava. Uh, you, did you see that? Let me roll for him again. He says, uh, yeah, I've read about it. They said they were the Quacko Paco, I think. And what of it? I'm not supposed to talk to the inmates. Well, it, it's just, you know, we're the Quacko Paco. And injustice is happening every day. <laughs> and if we're here, then we can't stop, stop those things. There's <laughs> injustice stop. happening every day. <laughs> Elodie moment, honestly. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, um, this guy is a little incredulous. He says, if you're the Quacko Paco, then where's your Quacko, huh? He, were you, were you at the, were you at the rubble at the, where, were you there? He says, I don't know anything about you guys. I'm just assigned here until oh. I get promoted. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Quacko uh, and Schmidt truly are are fearless leaders. Uh, they were really badly injured, um, so they they are at the hospital right now. Um, this guy says, he says, I don't know if I believe you. And besides, volcanic eruptions are not a good enough reason to help you guys out. Well, how recent is the magazine he's reading? Would an article about that event be in the magazine? It's a little dark in here, and you'd really have to peer at it. Um, it seems like you want to be involved, so I want you to make a, a save right. to wake up. Um, let me look at my rules for that, because I forget, and that's why we keep everything in the Discord. But you're rolling a d20 for sure. Let me see if I can see his Excellent. magazine. Yeah, you, you can roll that. I, we would call that invest, because we know what we're looking for, which is the details of it, so you can investigate that. All right, um, I got 14. a six on the die for wake up. Okay, we'll give you another chance to wake up in like five minutes, probably. It's a 14 for me. 14? Yeah. You can see that the magazine he's reading is Hoenn Science Weekly. Uh, With that role, you do not make out the issue date, but it's just a bunch of nerd shit, really. (laughs) Um, Well, volcanoes are kind of nerdy. They they are. are. They're science. Mm -hmm. They are very science related. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean... I mean, you're you're reading Science Weekly. Is there nothing about the uh, the eruption in there? He says, "Wait, how long ago was the eruption? It's about a week. 
God, this game's yeah. crazy. Um, he says, uh, it, it was the it was the cover article on the last issue. This one they're talking about the meteor shower. Oh, we were we were there too. Actually, does it does it say anything about that? What did it talk about with the meteor shower? Uh, he's kind of warming up to you guys, but he's still kind of suspicious. He says, uh, let me see. It says, this year's famous Draconid meteor shower happened. One of the most beautiful displays in, in many, many years. He keeps looking at it, keeps going through it. Um, he says, witness reports a, a loud explosion of bright light and uh, sounds of Reported violence, no, no substantiated claims. But you want to hear some substantiated claims? He, he gets a little curious and he stands up and he goes over to where he can see Gimli. He says, "What are you talking about?" Well, we were there inside that light. He said, "Okay, why was there a fight at the meteor shower?" Well, do you know of a Pokemon called? Deoxys? Does he? We'll see. Uh, <laughs> he says, yeah, but that thing's mythical. I don't even think it's real. Well, <laughs> I hate to tell you. Or maybe I would love to tell you, because it's really cool, but it's real. Really cool? You almost died. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never felt more alive in my life. <laughs> His eyes get really wide, and he's like, you're telling me you're the Quacko Paco, and you saw Deoxys, and you know it's real. How did you live to tell the tale? Barely. <laughs> because <laughs> Cindy mumbles very... barely in her sleep. <laughs> oh, barely. <laughs> well, you, you no, just be... say that a lot. That's like every moment of your life is barely living. <laughs> no, because the, the boat situation is definitely like closer to death, I feel. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I think the Agron and... Oh, true. You guys are yeah, almost, almost dying. <laughs> so there's no, no, no not. Yeah, it's like not all of us. I've never almost died. Actually, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I mean, I'll, I'll, I guess we can proceed to describe that. I'm like, okay, so let me tell you about this encounter with Deoxys because it was. Yeah, the, we describe it in detail it. It to him. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. Give me recap give me, episode. Sure. Yeah. Give me a charisma check for storytelling, and Elodie, you can contribute if you want. If you're going to pitch in, and yes. uh, Cindy, you can roll to wake up again. <laughs> I crit. You crit it. <laughs> I crit the story. <laughs> nice. I'm curious what I Elodie a, got. I got, got. on the die. I got a nine. It. A nine. And what did you get, Cindy? A ten on the die. Okay. Yeah. You do wake up now. Um, Sick. And yeah, with a crit, this dude is engaged. He's sit crisscross applesauce in front of Gimli and his eyes are twinkling and uh, he's listening to the story of Deoxys and he just can't believe it's real. He put his magazine down um, and he's just so enamored. He says, wow, I can't believe it. You guys really are the Quacko Paco. I didn't know that Deoxys had so many forms. And you said Deoxys is still there? Yeah. <laughs> got way too into it. We probably should not have told I just got so into it. I <laughs> Yeah, but you can't tell anyone that it's there because who knows if it falls into the wrong hands, you know? Um, yeah, you rolled so well. He's like, he draws a zipper over his lips. He says, I would never tell anyone. I, I, I swear. Never. He says, if you guys are such valiant heroes, then how'd you end up here? Well, that's what I was saying. Tell to that to the Corsola. Well, that's what we were telling <laughs> the police when we were at. 
at the house that was destroyed. It's like, obviously, these crazy things have been happening to us. This was just another crazy thing. And we just uh, we we found Alex and then our boat just crash landed at his house. Uh, Yeah, this guy loves Gimli. He thinks he's so cool. He doesn't really care about the other two, but he's just like, man, Gimli rules. He's a Gimli fanboy. Um, he says, yeah, Dufort Town has this habit of really, uh, we always get news kind of late. So our community, like people my age, and he's kind of young, you know, he's probably like late teens, early 20s. He says, everyone really like latches on to things. And, like, the word of what's been going on with you guys with the volcano and uh, with, I guess, Deoxys now, it, it hasn't really crossed the ocean yet. But I, I'm telling you, I think once people hear about it, they're going to be they're gonna be all over it and they're going to be talking about it uh, down at the community center. And it's probably we have a we have a sister organization, Lily Cove. And uh, you guys, you guys must be heroes. This is this is so exciting. We have done a lot, but I mean, it's understand. I know why we're here. It's completely understandable. Uh, someone's house is destroyed, so it's completely fine. I I just want to be able to talk to them, make our case, and I want to be able to do something for them because obviously right. this is if we this can was a fix terrible a volcano, we can fix a house, right? Like we we want to help you know fix this for sure. But right now we're just sitting in a jail cell, and we would just love to talk to somebody instead of just sitting. No, yeah. This guard says, "Well, I think they're keeping you here because." Uh, our legal representatives, they're they are off the clock. Uh, so we're just going to be holding you at least until morning. That's what they told me. I probably shouldn't tell you that. But uh, that, that's why Call I've been assigned a lawyer. Here. <laughs> do, uh, do you think we might need a lawyer for, for this situation? I mean, let him make a roll. You probably shouldn't tell us, but... Uh, he says, look, I may not be the highest rank, but I, I've been practicing a lot. I, I really want to be a good cop someday, and I know that the gravity of your crime, you will definitely be tried in court. Okay. Paul, That's our good lawyer. To so we Why should probably... Paco goes to court. He, oh. he, he asks, do you have a lawyer? Who could be the Paco Paco's lawyer? Uh, we, we do. We do. <laughs> we do have a lawyer. <laughs> we do have a lawyer, yeah. Um, do, you, do you know Clementine Sawyer? He's in Marvel. He, he says, rolling, he says, yeah, it rings a bell. I've definitely seen his name on, on paperwork before. Is that, is that, who, is that your representative? He's a, he's a big fan of some of my Pokemon, one in particular. So he, he, he helps us out with things like this. He says, oh, wow. That's, that's really exciting. I don't know. You said he's in Mauville, right? Right. Probably, said, probably the biggest lawyer in Mauville, I, I would say. Uh, this guard says, listen, I, I'm probably not supposed to help you guys out, but I feel like you're going to be holed up for a while if, if he doesn't take the journey soon. So why don't, why don't I get you on the phone and, and one of you guys can call him over? How's that? Uh, yeah, I, I could talk to him. He, uh, Update him on, on Lizzie and stuff, yeah. The guard nods, and you get the sense that you were the only one he was going to let out anyways. Yeah, true. Um, he uh, gets you out of the cell. He unlocks it with the key that he attaches to his belt. And he kind of puts his hands behind you just like as if you were handcuffed, but you're not. And he says, oh, come with right. me. I'll, 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 I'll show you where the phone is. We can get him yeah, called. Um, and he escorts you out of the room to like a little private, not private, but it's a phone area that uh, someone who is detained would use. And you are allowed yeah. to use it. 
before you make this call, check in with Elodie and Cindy. Um, I don't know. I, I know it seems do. right now like he's just letting him have a phone call. Yeah. But in case he does let him out for more, I'm going to say to Gimli, ask him if he's had any key lime pie lately if you get the chance. Uh, lawyer? To Gimli. I know, but ask the lawyer? I... What I'm meaning to for Gimli to interpret <laughs> yes. is that if he gets the chance, if he can check on Key Lime. Yeah, roll, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I need a deception a, for the oh, guard. Still in jail. I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know, yeah. but like if if something happens, all right. Um, sure. Deception. As far as deception goes, that was a sixteen. Okay, that's good enough for the guard to think that like you're being kind of weird, but doesn't think it's a code <laughs> or anything. So okay. Um. And these weird lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Um Gimli, you were placed with a phone in your hand. Um the guard says it's kinda late. It's like nine thirty PM, but uh you know lawyers, they're working all the time. They'll probably pick up again, the sooner you can get over here the better. And uh he gives you the number to dial. Do you call Clementine Sawyer? I do. Uh the man picks up. Clementine Sawyer, L- law office, how can I help you? Hey, Clementine, it's uh, Gimli, you know, the one with uh, Lizzie the Shuckle? Oh, you're the one who's, who travels with, with Schmidt, my boy, is that correct? That's correct, yeah. He says, oh, it's so good to hear from you. I hope things are going well. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't have any updates for, for Schmidt's case. Uh, the, the Johto oh. government's kind of on a lockdown and they have bigger fish to fry, so so far I've, I've just right. been tending to my other, other duties, but what can I help you with? So, uh, we're, we're in a bit of a, a pinch right now, and uh, we're afraid that there might be some legal troubles involved, and... I was hoping that, uh, hoping we could, uh, get your, your counsel or at least someone in your firm that could swing by, uh, Duford. Uh, he makes a roll. He says, yeah, it, it depends on how soon. Can, can you give me without too much detail? Can, can you kind of tell me what's been going on? Um, there was a bit of a, I'll say a vehicular accident involving a house. Um, I could get into more details when the, uh, when, uh, it, if and when the lawyer can arrive, but, uh. Just to get a complete detail of it. But that that's the gist of it. Well, me and uh, a couple of our associates are currently held up in a cell. And Schmidt, uh, our young friend, is uh, in the hospital at the moment due to the accident. So we're, we're in quite a bit of a bind. But uh, I've been advised by my friend here that uh, we might need some legal representation if it comes down to it. So uh, Clementine says, Schmidt's been injured. You guys are in prison. Where are you being kept? Um, I think in the Duford County Jail or something, it seems. The guard nods. He says, Duford Town, but yes, close enough. Um, Clementine says, understood. I'll take a ship out there tomorrow. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll be ready. I'll be ready to defend you guys. Oh, I appreciate it. And and Lizzie's here for Lizzie's excited to see you, so it's been a little while. Uh, Clementine goes, oh boy, chuckle time. I'll, I'll be on my way. Absolutely. And he clicks up the phone. The guard says, all right, it's probably good you got him heading over early, but I, I got to take you back. Hope hope that's okay. No, I, I appreciate just the phone call. You've been so great. Uh, he begins to escort you back to the holding cell. Eldie and Cindy, before they make it back, just checking in on you if you want to make any checks. Dirty is the cell. Um, It's not terrible. <laughs> Can I give the bars a good uh, shake? Sure. What are you trying to accomplish? Knocking them down. Never oh, mind. Sturdy. I thought you said dirty. I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, it's I, not. I want to clean them because they're gross. 
Yeah. My my strength check for shaking them was a a three, so okay. no, nothing I, happens anyway. I imagine you're just like ferally, like all you're like feet and hands both on the bars, <laughs> trying to shake it. It's just not moving, and you look feral. Yeah. Um, Cindy is feral right now. You've unlocked feral, Cindy. This may have unlocked. been one of the most impossible checks you've tried. I think. Um, yeah, I would think so. So yeah, you're you're not this not happening. I'm sorry. Oh great. Ask the guard about your son. I could know, yeah. True. Before we get too he's about too deep. the age that he might know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before we get in it, I just want to illustrate that the guard has returned Gimli to the cell, locked it, returned to his seat, and you guys can have at whatever you're going at. Right. Okay. So uh, I I was telling all these stories. I never got your name. What's your name, son? He looks around cautiously like he's not supposed to be talking with you guys, but he's taking a shining to Gimli. He says, uh, I'm I'm Eric. Eric, have you have you seen my boy Jim Lee? I, he's been told to be around here. Uh, making a roll. He says, uh, "I don't know anyone by that name, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone who looks like you." So I'm sorry. I mean, he'd be about your age, and he definitely doesn't have the beard I do. <laughs> uh, he thinks on it, and he says, "Doesn't ring a bell." Yeah, he's much taller than me too. <laughs> my boy's a big boy. I'm 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 down here really looking for him. That's one of the reasons we were on our way here in the first place before the crazy accident happened. So hoping to find my son. So I mean, I mean, I know we're in a jail cell now, but if uh if you hear that he's around, I would really appreciate just a shout out. Eric asks, "Is he also a hero?" Uh, he's doing heroic things for sure. That's one of the reasons I'm looking for him because we're kind of doing the same thing unintentionally. But oh yeah, we're, now tr- we're on the same path. He's, he looks very inspired, and he says, Wow, you guys have such exciting lives. I wanted to go into policing because I thought it would be exciting, but imagine being an adventurer. Sometimes it's almost too exciting. I mean, it's not too late if you still, you know... Yeah, it's never too late to be an adventurer, you know? Uh, also, you can be a police adventurer and find my missing grandparents. But- <laughs> Jesus Christ, are you guys okay? <laughs> we're all missing family members the three of you (laughs) roll charisma checks I critically (laughs) he loves you he's gonna propose what are the other rules I got a 21 holy shit okay (laughs) he's fucking hypnotized yeah he kind of stands up and he says you know what I am gonna be a hero I'm the hero Eric and he stands up and he's really triumphant and uh he makes he makes a decision. Uh, he decides to open all of your cells. Uh, Hell yeah! And away from he police. says, "You all are you've inspired me." And uh, you know what? I right now I quit. And he takes off his badge. And he throws it on the ground. And he says, "What are we doing, Quacko Paco? I'll fill in for Schmidt. I'm the new Schmidt, Eric. New Schmidt." I'm gonna cry. Now, now, Eric, I don't want you to just quit your job. We we say it's never too late, but we're kind of still prisoners right now, and I appreciate it. He's he's breathing very heavily. Um, and he he says, 
I've made up my mind. It's happening right now. We're going to find your son. We're going to find her grandparents. And he points to Cindy and he says, and we're going to help out whatever the heck that she needs help with. And he points to Ellie. <laughs> we already did that. That was cupcakes. That's another story. If you want to listen to that one. <laughs> Everybody's missing family members. All I had to do was deliver cupcakes. Yeah. We, we can tell you about the delivery of cupcakes story if you want. <laughs> we, we just need to calm down. Well. Uh, <laughs> He's going to roll for calming down. He does not. Got to. He does not calm down. Uh, he's just looking at all of you guys very expectantly like a puppy. Um, he's. So since I, Cindy, in all of her chaotic energy, feels like because she got put to sleep by Noctowl, feels like she has like a a bond with this Pokemon. Yeah. She's like, can you make him calm down? Ooh, sure. Roll po- roll roll Pokemon handling. <laughs> Sixteen plus five is twenty-one. Yeah, that's great. Um the Noctowl looks at Cindy like really intensely. Like they have a shared connection for some reason. And then <laughs> gives like a really quick nod and um goes whoo and it looks directly at Eric. Um Eric makes a con save. He fails, he gets a 10, and he just falls to the ground. He's, he's honk-shooing. He's honking me, 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 and so... Uh, Alright, let's put ourselves back in these cells. Just leave the doors open and just sit. Like, I don't... We can, yeah. Um, Guys? Yeah? I might leave. Why? Because Keylime is alone right now, and I don't know what's happening to her, and Cabbage is alone right now. Well, you I guess... Mean, what do you mean she's got grape juice. Alone? I left Key Lime at the crime scene to yeah, look through the rubble for the I didn't ring. fucking see it. <laughs> well, I'm explaining this now. <laughs> that Key what? Lime Why did you is do at that? The crime scene. Because, what, uh, first of all, the Cooper ring is very useful. And second of all, it should not be in the wrong hands. Okay, but like. Third they of all, if they figure it, out what it does, then they can trace this back to us and say that we caused we it. We don't even know what it does. We do, it causes portals. Okay, we didn't even know how it really worked. And the child was the one who made the portal. It's true. The child, as if he's not a year or two younger than Cindy. <laughs> it, like, Regardless, am I going to be spending my birthday in jail? Probably. Oh. <laughs> we have to Regardless, be realistic. Three of my Pokemon are gone right now, and I feel like I need to go find them. True, you did basically cause the problem. So I think that I'm gonna go. I don't know what my cover story is going to be, but I will come back, hopefully, before this man wakes up. I, well, he was I gonna need, go with us, so... I was like, I will stay here because we're expecting a lawyer, and there should be somebody in prison, so if I have to, I will stay here. I mean, City doesn't have anything better to do. She's gonna stay. And continue singing. So okay. I, I will not stop you. I understand you want to save your Pokemon and whatnot. At the end of the day, we do have some kind of responsibility to the situation. Are we splitting the party, so to speak? That is up to Grace. I believe I, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to exit. Oh, are you going to take your things from the locker? <laughs> Good question. Um... I will take my Pokeballs, but I will leave everything else. Okay. There is a combination lock on the locker. Oh. 
fun, then maybe not. And Cindy, use sleight of hand to open this locker. Yeah, it's going to be a dex check. It's DC 18. Uh, oh, literally one shot. It's a 17. Damn, it's too bad. I'll attempt to break it. You're going to break the lock? Yep. Does it have a keyhole? Because a lot of combination locks also have a keyhole, the, and the, the, the guy has keys. The back does have a combination lock. That's correct. Or sorry, uh, the I back has a keyhole. Sorry. I rolled an 18 on the kick to break the lock. You're going to kick it? Yeah. Yeah, that does break it. Um, there's kind of like a... And um, it the, the lock clicks open. Good. Take your things. Me and Cindy okay. will be here. We'll hold down the fort. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. You got to do what you got to do. I will leave. Okay. I take my stuff and go. Reviewing, you have access to your inventory. The things that you don't have are the Hooperine... And you have the Pokeballs for cabbage and grape juice, but they are not present. And you have aubergine and key lime in the other balls, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, sure. The only two I have with me right now are bubblegum and aubergine. Yeah. Um, that checks out. You go to exit the cell. Uh, there's a bit of a hallway, and then it leads to like the area where you had your photos taken. And then there's a door that leads to the outside. Um, are you proceeding cautiously? Are you proceeding confidently? What is your motive here? Yeah, I will check if there's anybody around. If I can. Okay. Um, yeah, roll perception. What? That one. Oh. It was a that one. There was a sound oh, before no. it that was very funny Yeah, sound. what the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know. Were you very close to your mic? <laughs> Yeah, I was blowing a raspberry. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That explains it. Um uh now one. Is that yep. you, holy shit, yeah. Uh there's no one here. All right. I'll leave. Okay. Um confidently just walk out. Yep. Uh there's on toward to your right, there's a big wall that is like mostly a mirror. Um, and you hear a door open and they say, Hey, where are you going? <laughs> Me, me me i'm leaving yeah uh this person seems like a higher rank police officer um and they say what do you mean you're leaving did eric let you out yeah he said we're good to go he said i'm the one who gives eric that order this is pretty suspicious tell me where you think you're going leaving um just told you <laughs> to see the guy at the going thing. yeah <laughs> <Tyler> Caldwell. <laughs> go to see tyler caldwell um <laughs> your perception check was pretty bad this is a pretty bad situation uh you get one charisma check to weasel your way out of it it's dc 17 charisma <laughs> okay you can add your proficiency fabulous <laughs> Uh, I'm at, with adding my proficiency, that'll be 26. Riz. Yeah. Oh, 26. 26. Holy shit. Elodie's rizzed out in public. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, the absolute wizard. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, this individual uh, thinks about it and is pretty confused for a second and looks at like a clipboard with some papers and flips through it. And he uh, he says... Oh, are you uh are you Sarah from Unova? Yeah, yeah, that's me. He says, "Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, you, you're uh, you're the champion's granddaughter. You have amnesty uh, to to go to special <laughs> events. Yeah, um, it it says here I'm 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 allowed to escort you. So, uh, I'm sorry. Champion's grandchildren have amnesty to go to events. Uh, yeah. This guy says, well, sometimes uh, for for the sake of protection, uh, law enforcement <laughs> are are assigned to protect protect people who are of high status. Uh, and so, and we don't hold them here as prisoners, but we do kind of take care of them and help them get around. So if you want to go to the show, uh, I think you're late. We should probably get going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. For sure. For sure. I think I asked that after I pretend to be the person. Oh, he's so hey, smart. <laughs> oh, wait. Hi, man. Is he? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're definitely, uh, so excited for this Tyler Caldwell thing. Yeah. This guy's, he says, um, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but yeah, you just need to be protected. You, and you don't have a, you don't have a security outfit so that's our job so yeah i'll go with you this guy says eric you got it right um you're whispering so i can't hear what you said (laughs) somebody pretend to be eric (laughs) okay i got it roll roll a deception who's rolling the deception oh um gimli yeah 14 yeah that's good enough um this cop says all right let's get going and uh walks next to you looking very authoritatively heading out of the building towards the community center um one day i guess i should just check in real quick with uh gimli and cindy if they're doing anything in particular i told cindy to go back into her cell <laughs> did you lock her in or just put her there no i was like sit here child, please here's your washer <laughs> Have a good time. I'm I'm gonna sit here and meditate as much as I can. <laughs> Do the uh, cops not want to talk to us tonight to figure out what happened? No, like... we just want the, they have a legal team that they bring. They, he, Eric explained that. But you don't listen to Eric. I know you're a little feral child, but Eric is the most important person in this campaign. You gotta listen to him. Right. Uh, He's uh, also go an intern. That doesn't mean he knows everything. Yeah. Uh, and- you They're get the impression that based on the size of this building um, and how few cells they have, it's a pretty small town. And yeah. so, like, they don't have a lot of major issues happen all the time. Uh, so they might not be properly equipped to, like, deal with things right as they happen, such as this. Yeah, but, it's slow moving. Yeah. Any, anything you guys want to do while you're free in your cells and Eric's taking a snooze? Nope. Just close up the locker, put everything back in place, and just wait okay the lock is broken but you can uh i'm just closing it i'm okay. just sitting, leaving with the cell doors open we're not hiding anything it's like got it nope eric's asleep <laughs> the doors um, are open eric rolled a six to wake up so he will uh he's honk shooing he's honk shooing okay you're walking through town it's like 9 30 p.m melody uh you got a cop with you to go to a show <laughs> exactly what um. you were trying to do uh, you're getting pretty close to the community center. Are you doing anything, saying anything? Yeah, I'm gonna say, you know, actually, it's kind of a nice night out. Uh, maybe it would be better to, you know, just go for a walk around town. You're kind of like pitching this as like, this spot. could be like a kind of a fun idea kind of thing to do? Yeah. Okay. Like, instead of going to the show. You're just, you're just like. show tomorrow. <laughs> You're literally taking this cop out on a weird date. I do. I do need to ask if you are suggesting this in like a flirty way. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! You know what? Why not? 
Yeah, so okay. Schmidt can go on a date. Elodie can go on a date, too. That does lower the DC Elodie. if it is flirty. Elodie, Elodie X, random cop and doofart. <laughs> Listen, you can What's learn his name. name? Uh, yeah. Listen, that's for the walk. What is that's this? Uh, charisma. It's for the walk. <laughs> 11. Um, with the flirt, it's like just shy, but he could potentially be convinced. He says, um, it is a really nice night, but I, I, my job's my job. I, I gotta take you to the show. Sorry. Uh, but I mean, what is the show even about? Um, this guy says, Tyler Caldwell's gonna be here for a week. He uh he's a guy who's like really popular with this community. They really like what's hip and happening, and he always just says these really profound, inspirational things, and people will just kinda gather in a room and just listen to what he has to say. So if I had to categorize him, I guess he's a motivational speaker. I mean, I feel, you know, pretty motivated myself. And I think, you know, I, I like talking. I'd rather talk motivational than go and listen to somebody else talk motivational. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you got some motivational things that we could talk about. This guy says, well, all right. Well, what you got? Give me something motivational. Motivate the uh, man. Um, you are, you know, for clarity, real quick, you're standing right outside this community center and uh, you're definitely in the eardrop of someone who's standing outside who looks like really eager to talk to people. Keep that in mind. Okay. You know, um, recently I was talking about how you're never too young to be an adventurer and to go on your own adventure and to carve your own path, you know? Uh, You're never too old. Did I say too young? I I meant too old. That only makes it more charming. Uh, or maybe that's just how the quote is. <laughs> roll a roll a charisma check. <laughs> okay. Uh, this time was a fourteen. Okay. Yeah. This guy, the cop says, you know that is pretty inspiring. You, you, I bet as the champion's granddaughter, you've done a lot of really cool things, huh? Oh yeah. I mean, the champion is just so cool, and I've been on so many, you know, adventures with my Pokemon myself. Do you want to to meet a couple of my Pokemon? This guy says, let, let me roll for him. He says, uh, yeah, maybe when you get interrupted. Uh, the person who's been kind of eavesdropping says, I'm sorry. Did you just have something motivational to say? <laughs> I may have. Yes. This person says, I really like what's happening, happening and trendy. I'm always checking it out. Uh, have you heard about Tyler Caldwell? He, he's on stage right now. Of, of course, you know, she's Tyler Caldwell's the hottest thing and cool. Wherever you're from, Tyler Caldwell is the biggest thing happening, right? Well, you said something kind of inspiring. What was that that you said? You have to tell me what's new. What's in? Yeah. What's in right now is the fact that you're never too old to be an adventurer. Uh, this guy says you're never too old to be an adventurer. <laughs> I click, I click oh, the yeah. A button. Yeah. He says, <laughs> This guy says, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that all along. Of course I knew about that. You're never too old to be an adventurer. Right. Yeah, that's it. It's there. Isn't you're never too old to be an adventurer the coolest or what? It's the hippest thing in hip. You think I wouldn't know about it? Tyler Caldwell, so five minutes ago. Now you're never too old to be an adventurer is what's vital and in tune with the times. Hey, guys. And he like goes inside and you can hear him kind of like the there's like a record scratch. 
and you hear this guy shouting, <laughs> guess what, everyone? And he's sharing this news. Uh, and You're never too old to be there. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you have thoroughly impressed this cop that you're with because you have given to Doofordtown Town the new coolest thing in cool. Uh, as a Duford resident, they're pretty restricted to their media because they're so far away from the mainland. And he's like, wow, champion's granddaughter. You are so cool. Let's go on this walk. All right. I like Let's how you it. both don't have names. Like he's just some cop and you're just champion's granddaughter. Oh, no, she's right? Sarah. Why is he calling me that? Yeah. You're Sarah. He's he knows that. He, well, yeah, so you gotta, you gotta tell him, like, you can just call me Sarah, like, it's cool. Yeah, 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 I'll say that. Yeah, you can just call me Sarah, which, I mean, I, I never got your name. Uh, this guy blushes, and he says, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Brandon. Nice to meet you, Brandon. He, uh, shuffles along next to you, and <laughs> a, as you walk on by the community center, there's kind of, like, an uproarious applause, and everyone is really just celebrating something. Who knows what it was? Uh... You're on your way to the debris, I'm guessing, right? Uh, yes, that okay. is where I am headed. Okay. Uh, Gimli Cindy, checking in. How are you doing? Great. Great. Uh, you're just <laughs> vibing. That's that's what's happening. We're vibing. She's not blaring my ears out with sea shanties while I try to focus. Can I use the... Is it a washer? Yeah. The washer and, like, sell debris... To, to fashion a harmonica looking thing uh, or harmonica sounding thing <laughs> that's that's a natural 20 intelligence check it's not gonna be that well try that's the only what's gonna happen I got a 17 on the die which that's, makes it a 19 that's not gonna do it um, City's just kind of scrambling for random loose pieces of rock and metal that's in the cell and tries to put something together that's somewhat of a harmonica and there's no shot. It just doesn't seem like that at all. And I give it to Gimli. <laughs> I made this for you. Thank you, Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't seem like Noctowl is too concerned with your guys' activity. It's really just there for, like, one thing. Um, Eric's gonna roll to wake up. He starts to stir. Do you guys do anything with this? <laughs> Can I sing a lullaby to keep him to sleep? Your performance reputation hasn't been great. But yeah, absolutely not. But it's worth a try. You oh, can totally shit. try. You can do it. Uh, performance. That's a plus two. That's a six. That will not do it. If anything, that makes him wake up <laughs> a little bit faster. Um, he's kind of stirring oh. and he's just thinking, uh, "What? What happened?" Oh, you came. You too. had an awakening. He uh, said, quite literally. Now, yeah. Eric says an awakening, and he kind of sits up and he's like, "Oh yeah." The Quacko Paco. What are we doing? We're going on an adventure, right? Let's go. No, as I, as I explained previously, we are currently in jail and we are waiting for our lawyer to come in tomorrow. He says, ah, uh, yeah, leave it to the Quacko Paco to be responsible citizens. Um, Listen, I mean, we're heroes for a reason, you know. You do the right thing. He's going to roll a perception check. And he rolled high. He says... Uh, wasn't there three of you? Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. He says... He's cover, guys. <laughs> he says, that's Sorry. really weird. I I really thought there was three of you. But let me check in with Brandon. He's my boss. He's got the list. Um, <laughs> and he stands up and he goes to leave this, the, the room. 
Any contest for that? Brandon's not here. Do you say that? No. Okay. But you guys don't know that. We don't know that. <laughs> That's we, true. We do, but we don't. Yeah. The players do. Or we as humans do. Well, I, no, I, I mean, I do because I just I deceived them to leaving. I actually think he might. I, I might have heard him step out for a little bit. So we can just hang out here. You want to listen to more stories? That's a persuasion. It's going to be easy. Uh, nine. DC nine. Persuasion. Yeah, I got it. Cool. Yep. He says, he turns around and says, you know what? Yeah, I love adventures. Tell me more. And you don't have to be anything specific unless you want to. Let me tell you about these cupcakes. Oh, okay. And and the Cradilly Flyer. Great. He's invested. Oh, I miss the Cradilly Flyer. Um, Can Cindy complain about tomorrow being her birthday and her having to be in jail for her birthday? Yeah, you don't need to roll for that. That's That's a free action. Sympathy, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, you are kind of pleading with Eric, just being like, "Oh, pity like, me." I'm just being like, tomorrow's my birthday, and I'm gonna be in jail. I'm not even gonna have a cake, and my grandparents are missing. Yeah, roll a dice. Roll a dice. Just d twenty. Oh, that's a nine on the dice. Okay, he feels sorry for you. He says, "Yeah, you know, you're kind of a hero. You're you're a little young, but like, you should have a nice birthday." I'm sorry, but he doesn't decide to help you or anything. Great. <laughs> Don't worry, Cindy. We'll have a nice birthday for you tomorrow once this is all cleared up. Um, I hope so. It'll be great. I don't want to sleep on this hard bed. Let's go to Elodie. Elodie, you're uh, you're with Brandon, and Brandon thinks it's kind of a date. <laughs> you've gone past the community center after you've changed every hip person in Duford's life, uh, and <laughs> you are going to the site of the incident. You're pretty close to it. Um as you approach, you see that the Alex's family isn't there. Um, Schmidt is not there. Quacko is not there. Uh, and the, all the Corsola are still there. In fact, they're just spreading out. Uh, they're all across the street. They're on people's porches. Um, they're on people's roofs somehow. This neighborhood is just has so many Corsola. Some of them are still knocked out in the rubble. But again, they're just smiling. They're just kind of okay. passively. Yeah, this is this is Corsola Village now. Uh, like, bro, how did you get up there? Like, like, you um, yeah, they're just chilling. Yeah, they're just funny little guys, dude. So yeah, you're you're going up to Alex's home. Brandon says, "Oh, this must have been the site of that incident." Yeah, I I, I heard about this. I didn't get specifics, but uh, I guess that boat fell into the house somehow. Do you know anything about this? Yeah, it sounds like it was all just a big accident. Um, you know, <laughs> nobody was really at fault at what happened, from what I heard. Um, he is. <laughs> convinced you don't have to roll because uh he thinks you're cute and you're the champion's granddaughter and he says yeah you know i hate accidents man hate when accidents happen and he like curl he he tightens his fist like as if he could do something about it me when i find out about accidents (laughs) god if only there was a way i could prevent accidents so passionate what are you doing here yeah um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be like oh yeah i uh i offered to show you uh some of my cool pokemon do you want to see them brandon says yeah sure i'd, I'd be really curious as to who, who you have on you yeah i'll i'll take out aubergine and bubblegum um they appear from their balls and he says oh cool yeah, th- of course you're the Unova champion's granddaughter. This thing's from Unova. And he gets down and he goes to pet <laughs> Aubergine. And 
he looks at Bubblegum. He says, this one's cute, too. You, these, they look pretty powerful as well. Oh, yeah. They're, they're very powerful. Um, you know, my, my Lipard and uh, my, my Brion. He's giving um, them some attention. I will, I will allow him to, uh, to give them some attention. Maybe, maybe they can charm him a little. Okay, do you actually want them to attempt to charm him? Yeah, just, like, be cute. Sure, more charisma, baby. All right. Riz him up. Jeez, guys. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, Aubergine got a 12, and Brion got a 5. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he was already on good terms with you, so unless you really, like, did terribly, uh, he wouldn't be upset. You know, uh, wait, did Aubergine get the 5, or did Brion get a 5? Uh, Brione got a five. Okay, yeah. The truth of the matter is, is that uh, Aubergine's a cat, and cats are like easy to pet. Um, seals are kind of weird and moist, and like not, <laughs> not that fun. Not pettable. Uh, they're <laughs> pettable, but it's like uncomfortable, kind of. At least compared to a cat. You know, cats are cats. So, um, yeah, he thinks they're cute. He says, "Who else you got?" Well, uh, that's actually all I've got on me right now, and then I'm going to try to recall the two of them as well as key lime at the same time Ooh, tricky yeah uh either stealth or sleight of hand i don't know if it matters if you have proficiency for either um the we'll see we'll say dc 10 because you're hiding it with the other recalls but we need a 10 on that awesome i got a 16 yeah um key lime in touch with your senses uh knows what you're trying to do and just gets teleports into the beam and it gets recalled so nicely done you have three of your five pokemon which is pretty good uh and he did not notice um roll a dc 19 investigation for key lime oh my god it was a dc flat on the dice you got 19 yeah on the dice so that would be a 22 okay yeah as key lime is recalled it teleports the hooper bracelet onto your wrist it has been returned. Hell yeah. Let's go. Um, oh, God. <laughs> chaos will continue. Chaos. Let's cannot go. be contained. Be contained. Brandon says, yeah, all right. So so there's a lot of Corsola here. What did we want to do here? Why did we come down here? I, you know, it just seemed like a. I just wanted to walk around the town. You know what? Actually, it's such a beautiful night. Have you ever been on the water? <laughs> Brandon says, uh, "Sometimes I'll take a boat out, but it's been a while. Why do you ask?" I just, I feel like it would be a good night for uh for some boating. <laughs> Where are you going with this? D- don't tell me. I'm missing ocean Pokemon. Yeah, don't. Why am I missing Pokemon? Yeah, sure. Okay, go for it. Um, Brand- uh, roll. Yeah, roll, roll. I'm making you roll charisma checks, which is um what Elodie wants to be doing. But could you could you give me one? Uh, yeah. Uh, that one was a 14. Okay. Persuasion, do you have a bonus in that? I do. Yeah, I have proficiency. So that would okay. be like an 18 if that was yeah. a persuasion roll. Yeah. He's so enamored with you. He says, you know what? It is a beautiful night. I'm on the clock, but no one else is there. Well, besides Eric, but I'm his boss, so he doesn't care. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go on the water. A note. You're pretty close to the shore. You can easily get on the water. Uh, your boat is in shambles. Right. You have one water type that can ferry one person but they're gonna get wet so what's your what's your option here well does i mean are there like police boats that he can use oh shit you want him to smuggle a boat for a date (laughs) yes okay 
the shipyard's pretty close by. Is that what you're asking? And do you want to ask it or do you just want to say that you ask it? Um, I mean, I might imply like, oh, but a, a boat might be hard to get this time of night. But it looks like there's a shipyard over there. He says, uh, yeah, I don't know if I could take a boat, but I could probably take one of the squadron's uh, Pokemon, if that sounds okay with you. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, Roll a d20. I got a five. Okay. You're pretty close to the shipyard. Um, he invites you in. He says, come in. And the, there's like an attendant there. And uh, Brandon flashes his badge. And he says, uh, could could I take out? And he thinks for a second. He says, could I take out uh, F unit 11, please? And the attendant says, absolutely. And he grabs a blue Pokeball that has a little like red splotch on it. And he says... I, I think this guy could, could could ferry both of us to wherever you want to go. Sounds great. He says, all right, well, let's let's get in the water. Um, what was your D20 again? Five. Uh, roll. I'm, I'm going a, a very roundabout method for this. Roll one more D20. Ten. Okay. Um, he you get to the water, you get to the dock of the shipyard. He throws out a Pokeball, and before you, you see a fearsome, mighty, uh, otter-like Pokemon with four limbs and shell swords tucked into its arms, um, and he says, this is one of our unit's strongest. This is Samurott. I thought you would like it because, you know, you're from Unova and everything. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely familiar with Samurott. This one looks really cool. Um, this one, in fact, has special blades that are like embroidered with like a law enforcement logo. Um, it is actually kind of cool and it looks very muscular and just very menacing. Um, he says, let's get on the water. And Samrock kind of jumps in and it's definitely big enough for the two of you to ride it. Kind of like motorcycle style. Someone's going to have to be hugging someone around their waist. So you have to decide who's doing that. Um, I guess like. Brandon is nervous and he's kind of asking, even though it's technically right. his Pokemon. You are allowed to pilot it if you wish. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I'll pilot it. You seem to know where you want to go. So, yeah. So, great. You hop on uh, motorcycle style and he kind of holds you and you, uh, <laughs> you get on the water. Where are you going? This is a great question to see if I can try and remember where we were in the water. Navigation check? Yes. Also, <laughs> like... Historically, the Pokemon were well. in route to Duford based on right. Elodie's map giving. So, like, they might you might meet them part way. Right. Just put that out there. Yeah, um, right. based on your role, you will get information. So, give me navigation check. Is there anything I add to that? Were you adding things to the map check? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think you were. Just give me your, the straight. Okay, it was a seventeen. So, a good one for once. Seventeen's uh, good. You know for certainty you were west of here. You feel like that you were too far in one direction to have not been finding Duford well. You were either too far northwest or too far southwest, but you can't quite tell. You were definitely west. Okay, I will just start heading west then. Okay, you um, are kind of holding on to Samurott's whiskers like handlebars. And uh, you kind of—it's very easy to steer. It, it comes very naturally. Elodie spent some time with water types, so she kind of gets it. And you uh, take off with Brandon at your side into the beautiful f uh, moonlight, <laughs> the twinkling stars, the gentle ocean <laughs> waves, the, the crisp breeze. Uh, what a special night! Truly. Oh, uh, what a night! 
checking in with Cindy and Gimli again. Uh, the I'm, I'm the Hoopa story is going to be wrapping up. We're going to say it's like 10:30 p.m. Um, just want to see if you're trying to do anything in particular at this moment. Let me tell you about the time I got my torkel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. This roll. torkel He's... was giant. <laughs> He's into it. <laughs> He's uh, already been styled in. Cindy, what are you thinking? Nothing really. Just we're just vibing. Okay. We will continue with the hot date. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> invested in this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to like, hear what's can, happening. I, I'm glad you're breaking back to let me know. Like, hey, there's a different story that I'm telling, but I'm invested in this date. Now. Great, great. <laughs> um, please roll a perception check, Elodie. Okay. That's a dirty twenty. Mm. I kind of meant insight but this works i'll just apply that to both kind of um as you're heading west you see right as like civilization kind of ends in dufer town there is a large like imposing cavern um and you with your check of perception slash insight there's a certain like gravitas to it um just something you observe i don't know if you want to do anything with that information do i recognize the cave like have we seen it before you do not recognize it you have not seen it before Okay, I will take note of it. Okay, it is on the same landmass as Duford Town. It is just kind of far to the west. You don't ask Brandon about the cave? See if he knows. You know what? Yeah, why not? I'll say that looks like an interesting cave. What's up with that? Brandon says, "Oh yeah, that's that's Granite Cave. Uh, A lot of people like to hike in there. Uh, There's a lot of powerful Pokemon in there. Uh, I know that the uh, the Devon Corporation." mined a lot of minerals from there back in the day and apparently there's still a ton of, of gemstones and, and treasure in there I haven't been in much myself uh, I, I heard that there's a beautiful mural but I haven't seen it uh, it's a scary place powerful Pokemon you're telling me I could get some rocks <laughs> do you say that out loud <laughs> you know what yeah I will <laughs> I'm just yeah, that unhinged right now yeah sure uh, Brandon says uh He's going to roll, actually, to interpret that. He rolled pretty low. Um, he says, oh, yeah, it's full of rocks. Are, are you a rock girl? A big fan of rocks. He says, yeah, there's there's tons of rocks in there. We, we can go there right now if you want. I think, you know, it, it'd probably be better, safer to go during the daytime. Uh, he says, oh, Sarah, you're so smart. Yeah, you're right. Let's <laughs> let, let's keep going. Oh, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah let's get what kind of role am i looking for here you're are you let's choose northwest or southwest um let's go northwest okay we're coming from that way right so yeah um you go northwest you are past newford you are now like in the sea you are not particularly close to the shore um samurai goes pretty fast it paddles kind of like a dog but it's like fast uh And it has a foreboding, like, horn on its head that kind of pierces the waves in front of it that, like, creates a really nice wake, and it it goes really quickly. It's fun. It's exhilarating. Uh, Even though this isn't a real date for you and you're being a liar, uh, you are enjoying this element of it, at least. You are kind of an open ocean. Give me a d20. Oh, God. The open ocean again. Um, (laughs) 16? Damn it, Gabley. (laughs) <laughs> Garby, have you been a DM or something? You know what I'm doing? <laughs> I've seen this before. We've done this. It's uh, like we crashed a boat into a house. <laughs> that was I the start of it. I feel like there's a little more to that than 
There was. There was extra steps, but it started with the encounter table. Um, what was your number again? 16. 16, okay. Um, it's, it's a beautiful night, and the moon is out, and the stars are twinkling, but other than that, it's like pretty, pretty dark. Um, in your direction, we're going to say like 80 feet out, it's kind of hard to gauge the distance. You see a massive serpent in the water, um, kind of just like twisting and coiling and writhing in kind of like an unnatural way. It is fully obscured by shadow, but you can tell as you get closer, like the waves get choppier and choppier. There is some sort of large monster uh, over the horizon. That is not good. We don't like that at all. I will point this out to Brandon and say, oh, geez, that looks scary. Do you know what that is? (laughs) I love Sarah. She's so great. (laughs) Um, Sarah, that is scary. You're so smart. <laughs> and gosh, you are just pretty too, but I need to pay attention to this snake. Uh, he rolled pretty high. He says, uh, yeah, that looks like a, a lot like one of the Pokemon we have on our squadron for, for aquatic investigations. Uh, it looks like a Gyarados to me, but God, that thing is massive and it looks frustrated or upset or like something's wrong. Hmm. And experimented on Gyarados. Jesus, like what the color is it? <laughs> this guy is the water. Oh, that'd be awesome, actually. Hmm. Yeah, it, it could be one of those experiments. You're so right. Well, Torkoal was an experiment and didn't have the the plate. Right. Yeah, that's true. It had the injection. It could yeah. have the injection. Yeah. Well, I definitely don't want to mess with it right now with just Sarah and Brandon. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That she's too deep. She's she's become Sarah. I have an important question. <laughs> Very important question. Um, are you Sarah with or without an age? That's so with true. an age. With an age. Okay. Without an age, it's just lazy. Okay. So I, shout out to all the, the Sarah listeners who don't have an H in their name. Oh, <laughs> 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 you, you're you're seen, but you should put an H in. Okay. Sarah, what do you do with this information? Do you just go away from this? Just try and avoid it? Yeah, I'd like to give it a wide berth and go around it if I can. Okay. Um, um, I would like to be, like, if I can, I don't know, try to take note of it and see if I can notice anything different about it. Like, if it's, like, like we said, like, been experimented on, if there's something I can tell, like, there's, like, a device on it or something. Okay. Um, As you're cruising around... You're definitely going to have to get closer to gather any of that information. You are currently 80 feet away. How much are you willing to gamble for this info? I love distances and visualizing them in my mind. And gambling. And gambling. That too. How big is a Gyarados? Use this as my standard of measurement. How how yeah. big a Gyarados is? Appear to be 21 feet. Yeah, and that's oh, measured yeah. head to Very tail. Standard unit measure. Yeah. You'll get inconsistencies of the Pokemon heights because serpents are measured head to tail and other Pokemon measured from like foot to shoulder. So like Charizard is listed as five seven in the decks because that's how it's measured, and then Dunsparce is like seven feet because it's head to tail or something. Um so <laughs> not saying Gyarados isn't sense. big, but just right. for clarity, that's what's going on there. Right, but like its length I think is more important to me here. Although yeah. they do kind of scrunch up, so he probably isn't like appearing to be twenty one. He's feet. just a scrunchy little guy. 
Yeah, he looks like But isn't he also boy. like big, or is he not big compared to Gyarados? Do you want to roll if he's an abnormal size? Yes, I'd like to check if he's an abnormal size. Um, think, yeah. Investigation, real quick. Okay. You can do that from eighty feet. Nine. The DC that I set for this, I didn't tell you. Uh, it was ten. Um, unless you get ten feet closer, it's kind of hard to tell if this is abnormally sized. I will. I will get ten feet closer. Okay. Roll a d twenty. That was a fifteen. Cool. Um, getting a little bit closer and seeing it from a new angle in the moonlight. This thing's massive. It is not uh, twenty-one feet long. It is at least double that. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Uh, it is moving um, erratically. And um, you can kind of see from your vantage point around it that there are lots of like small, fast whirling whirlpools around it. Um, and directly above the whirlpools are small, like wind funnels. And uh, it's just writhing and flopping in the sea and it's roaring. Okay. I would no longer like to get closer to this thing. And I'm ready to skirt around it, giving it as wide a berth as possible. Great. Yeah. You, you, uh, you do that based on your rolls. Um, you're in open ocean. You're kind of getting further and further west from Duford Town, and you're moving further and further away from this monster. Um, give me... You're just doing all the rolling, because it's just your adventure. Uh, give Sorry, me, yeah. Give, give me... Take the horns uh, on this one. Give me perception. Okay. Um, <clears throat> that was a 13. Okay. Yeah. You notice um, kind of uh, directly to the west of where you currently are, you see a somewhat familiar sight. You see under the water, probably about five feet underwater, uh, flashes of pink. <laughs> oh, look at that. It's it's a Corsola reef. Uh, Brandon says, wow, you're right. These are so beautiful. I haven't seen these since I was a kid. We should uh, we should go check it out. He gets kind of flustered. He says, yeah, yeah, let's do it. That sounds like fun. What's what's okay. your checking out method? I would like to steer closer to the Carcilla and then you can kind of like stand on them, right? So like kind of get off and, and walk around. On yeah, them. if you get deep enough into the reef, you're able to kind of like walk on them. Um, do you get off of Samurott and do that? Well, can can Samurott, can he, he can walk on land, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then I'll probably actually just stay on Samurott, but have Samurott like kind of walk around on on the Corsola. Okay. Yeah. Um... I'm making a constitution safe for Samurott. Didn't think I'd be doing this today. Uh, he passes. Uh, he's got kind of very sturdy otter hands, I guess. They're very calloused. Yeah. He does not get cut up by the corsola. <laughs> um, and you're walking around. If you, based on your immediate perception, you do not see any familiar Pokemon being Patricia, Cabbage, or Grape Juice. Uh, you are at a corsola reef. What do you want to do? Hmm. call for patricia cabbage or grape yeah. juice yeah that's totally a normal thing for sarah to do right now <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> cabbage. <laughs> man i'm so hungry for cabs only i had some grape juice to wash it down too <laughs> and my Anybody favorite dessert patricia? Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> is this something sarah would do it's just so unhinged that it is incredibly unhinged yeah Honestly, Brandon doesn't know Sarah very well. This could be something Sarah Brandon does. Thinks she's cute. I do. She could, you could be cute and unhinged. That's me. 
That's literally <laughs> Melissa. That's my wife. So yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I will say very loudly, uh, proclaim my hunger for cabbage and that I wish I could wash it down with some grape juice. <laughs> Then finish that meal with a dessert, Patricia. <laughs> What's a dessert, Patricia? So I'm saying it's well. It, I mean, you wouldn't know. It's from yeah, Unova, that's true. So. That's true. Sarah's favorite dessert from Unova. <laughs> yeah. Um. Roll two individual d twenty, please. My cabbages. Oh my god. You're. F- oh no. Right. Okay. I I got a natural twenty, and then the other one is a seven, but it looked like a one, so oh. I was like. You're kidding me. But yeah, 20 and a 7. Okay. Um, Sarah slash Elodie shouts, and Brandon's like, he he is a little confused. I wouldn't say turned off, but he's like, huh? Like, what? Um, Over the horizon, you see, flying through the air, Patricia and Cabbage on top, gleaming in in, in the moonlight. Uh, Absorbing the moonlight, seemingly, uh, Cabbage kind of appears not in bad shape kind of powered up and they fly over to you um and uh cabbage and patricia land next to samurat uh patricia just kind of floats on her poofy wings and they nuzzle up to elodie in familiarity and cabbage leaps out towards elodie wow i've I've never i've definitely never seen before roll a deception um 13 13 uh yeah brandon is like pretty suspect uh he says well he's thinking what a weird night and like how did this just happen uh but he reminds himself all right granddaughter of a champion from a different region uh she's she's cool and special she's she can do really special things you must have just summoned these these wild pokemon out of pure friendship and pokemon handling um and he is kind of confused he says that's really cool i I've never seen this one before, and he points at Cabbage. He says, do, do you know this Pokemon? Well, I mean, it looks like an Alcremi, and being a champion's Pokemon, or champion's granddaughter, I know how to talk. <clears throat> you know, I'm familiar with a lot of different types of Pokemon, so that's what it looks like this is. Um, I wonder, you know, if there's any other Pokemon around here, and if they might be drawn to this El Creamy's scent. Maybe any uh, fish type of Pokemon? Soggy fish food donuts. Soggy fish food donuts. <laughs> is, that a, is that a call attempt? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to get her to... Okay. Just... <laughs> like sweet scent type feet of fish donut smell. Okay, yeah, yeah. I have... could also go look for grape as well, but yeah. This, this mm. is a treat. That's a perception, <laughs> or sorry, a performance, right? Just, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Okay, be. yeah, keep in mind this is something that isn't targeted, right? Mm. You're just projecting all these. Is this me performing or, or the, it's is cabbage. the cabbage? This is cabbage, cabbage performing, yeah. yeah. Cabbage's got Riz too. It's fun. Yeah. Cabbage Rizzed out. Fine, guys. Rizzed out. Dawn's the super spy kid sunglasses on a cake. Yeah, that's a 26. God damn. What's, what's the natural rule? Uh, it was a 14, but her performance is 8 and her charisma is 4. So. Yeah, that's fantastic. She's cracked. Yeah. Um, that's probably like the perfect rule. Uh, off further to the west, 
um there is you see like a wake piling up and then as this wake comes closer and connects with the reef um corsos start flying everywhere because of how shallow it is <laughs> and they go and then you can see closer and closer the grape juice is just charging towards you um slides up splashes samurai and uh sarah and brandon and uh you have been reunited with all of your pokemon thanks to your good checks congratulations um however this is not the only pokemon's attention that you have drawn um many other pokemon smell (laughs) uh the, the 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 fish let me describe to you which pescatarian creatures come forward uh three seahorse like pokemon um with spiny quills on their back and one of them with elegant i don't know how to describe it antennae uh it seems to be like a leader of some sort um they kind of swim up and then float up towards the scent that cabbage is making and they're very inquisitive with their their snouts their their tube like snouts um additionally uh a Pokemon crawls up from between the coral. It is a red Pokemon with eight limbs and a similar kind of spout-like face. Um, and it kind of walks atop the Corsola with suckers on its tentacles and gets really close to Cabot. It's just very patiently investigating, wondering where the fish are. A Pokemon that quite simply looks like a dolphin. Uh, it's got a little white stripe on either side of its body, and it has a an aqua ring around its tail. It swims up very playfully, big smile on its face, goes to investigate cabbage because it smelled fish. We got one more that's coming through. Floating up from the depths comes a Pokemon that seems to look like a spiny anemone or an urchin of some sort and as it comes up the corsola that are standing beneath samurat disperse um as it arrives it's the first time you've seen a negative emotion in a corsola uh and this creature floats up to the surface and it lifts up two of its spiny little barriers on its face and it looks at cabbage uh and it looks a little bit more aggressive than all the other friends that you've made but it's not about to attack necessarily but uh you are surrounded by curious water type pokemon in this moment this is very overwhelming. <laughs> um, you will not be able to leave without displacing at least one of them, but it's a cool sight. Brandon's into it. He's like, wow, you're like the Pokemon Whisperer. This is so cool. They're also calm, too, he says as the Toxapex starts growling. This is uh, definitely super cool. Um, and we should get out of here by man it would be crazy if we had some sort of dazzling lights that could blind the pokemon around us in order for us to escape all right is this something that you're doing to, i'm trying to tell cabbage to use dazzling gleam okay uh to distract them i don't necessarily want to injure any of them but at least to like distract them so that we can weasel our way out of here sure yeah we can remove the damage what's the dc on that uh 16 okay um we're going to make it 18 because of the environment because the moon is out and it is bright rolling for each squad of pokemon individually the seahorses are dazzled uh toxapex is dazzled um octillery 
is not dazzled. Octillery critically succeeded. It wants some fucking fish. Remains undazzled. <laughs> yeah, completely undazzled. Um, and Finizen is dazzled. So yeah, you've managed to distract all of them except for Octillery. And Octillery goes, boom, and it really wants to have some fish. Okay. Um, could I, since they are dazzled, would it be easier to like push past them to get out? Sure. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. We will do that. Okay. Um, making sure that uh, maybe that grape juice, Patricia and Cabbage are following. Maybe Cabbage can ride grape juice or something. Okay. Yeah, we can we can arrange that to have that happen. Um, I'm also going to roll a save for Brandon. Uh, yeah, he got the lowest. Uh, he is he cannot see. Uh, he says, oh, I, I wasn't expecting that. Why didn't you say anything? Ah, and he just uh, is not seeing at the moment. He doesn't know what you're doing. I, I I I didn't I didn't know that that was gonna happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're able to push past. Um, the artillery is pursuing. Um, it is blasting water out of an orifice as well as ink, and it is kind of charging towards you guys pretty quickly. Uh, Samurai isn't at full speed, but it's keeping up pretty well. Uh, it is interesting. The cabbage. Are you? I'm assuming you're going back east. Yes, back to Duford. Yeah. You are, uh, you're doing so. Do you do anything about the artillery or do you just leave it be? Um, I'll just leave it be. Okay. Artillery while chasing, um, fires up, uh, fires off an inky blob from its snout, um, perhaps an octazooka, and connects directly with cabbage, which will also splash onto Elodie and Brandon and Samurott. Um, I need, uh, 14 con save from, uh, uh, from Sarah, Brandon, and Samurott. I'll roll for <laughs> Samurott and Brandon. And Cabbage <laughs> is going to be taking uh, 29 points of water type damage automatically. Okay, Elodie failed. Okay. Um, Brandon failed. Samurott failed. Great. Um, you are all covered in ink. All of you have been inked up. Uh, it is thick and sticky, and Brandon extra can't see now. <laughs> he is so doomed. Uh, he says, oh, what just happened? Oh, what are you doing? And he's like kind of flailing and causing a commotion. Um, and uh, it's kind of not good. Artillery uh, is going to catch up with you unless you do something right now. Yes. Good question. I should do something right now. Um, <laughs> I will have... Cabbage, go for another dazzling gleam. Okay, just um, just blind. Against, uh, no, like for four damage against the uh, artillery. Okay, artillery gets advantage to save because uh, cabbage is inked. Okay, it doesn't matter. Got a four and a three. Okay. Oh, it is also blinded now. Okay, everyone's just blind. Just having a, everyone is blind. Ha, having a having a bad time. Um, roll me just a straight d twenty. This is cabbage's d twenty. Seven. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, there, there's a there's a scuffle out in the water. Uh, no one can see. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> do, are do you, are you commanding Samurai to continue moving, or are you just stopped for for this moment? I think for this moment we'll stop because of the knowledge that there is a dangerous beast that we not be, we may not be able to see currently. Okay, understood. Um, I'm going back to the prison crew. It's 11 p.m. Uh, you're telling stories, correct? Yep. 
Um, you hear some not coordinated footsteps and a door swing open from the interior of the building. Do you have any sort of reaction to this? Oh, oh we should get back at ourselves before you get in trouble, Eric. Um, Eric says, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Right, right, right. And he does that. And he opens the door. And he's like, oh, it, on his way out, he's like, I'm sure Brandon's going to deal with it, but I, I should just check it out. Roll a perception, both of you. Uh, I got a nine. Okay, Cindy. And 16. 16, and you're closer too, so this is definitely good enough. Cindy hears Eric talk with someone. Eric says, uh, who are you? What can I help you with? And this person says, oh my god. Brandon was supposed to come with me, go out for <laughs> drinks, and I don't know where he is. And you guys said you would take care of me, and now I don't have anywhere to sleep, and my parents are going to be so upset. And Eric says, okay, hold on, hold on. Who are you? Um, And this person says, my name is Sarah, and I'm very important, and I need to be helped right now. It's late. I'm drunk. You got to do something for me right now. Um, Eric says, "Uh, uh, okay, wait, I have an idea. Uh, There's an extra bed. Come here. And uh, this woman says, okay. Whatever. I just need to sleep. Uh, Eric opens up the cell, and uh, the two of you see a woman with braided ginger hair. She is clearly a little sloppy. She's clearly a little drunk, but uh, she also like has this air of like importance to her. And she says, "Eric, are you fucking kidding me? This is a prison. I don't want to be here. Who are these losers?" And she gestures to Cindy and Gimli. Um, Eric says, "I point." Uh, oh, sorry. No, you first. I was going to point, like, finger guns at the noctowl and be like, eh? Eh? <laughs> yeah. Towards oh. the, the drunk girl. Yeah, Pokemon yeah. handling. Please. <laughs> this is the funniest thing that's ever Noctowl loves me. After knocking me out, like, Noctowl yeah. loves me. Oh, never mind. Not anymore. Um, uh, Pokemon handling plus five. That's eight. Yeah, it seems like Noctowl just doesn't vibe with this girl's energy. It's, she's, like, too much. Um, she says, this is a fucking prison, but you are lucky. I had too much to drink. I need to sleep. I will sleep here. But when I wake up, you're not going to hear the end of it, Eric. Okay. Eric kind of stammers. He says, Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, this is all I can give you right now. I don't know where Brandon is. And she, Sarah says, I don't know where fucking Brandon is either. Okay. (laughs) Now leave me alone. And she just kind of curls up in the cell with the door open. Um, and she's like out. You hear like snoring like immediately. Uh, Richie, did you know someone like this? This feels too awesome. Your, your drunk impression yeah, is you so met good. Someone that's like this. <laughs> I am literally improvising. I literally didn't know that this would happen at you all. You know, Sarah. Uh, yeah, it's like there's a Sarah that you know. <laughs> um, so, story time with Eric has been interrupted because Sarah is now occupying Elodie's old real, jail cell. That's um, so funny because we shut the with all the uh, And I think that's where we'll end the session. Hello, and thank you so much for listening to episode 62 of Dunsparce and Grandpa. Like to give some extra special thanks to our latest patrons, being Santurthi, Jacob, and Snowwolf. Patrons get access to all sorts of bonus content, including our recently completed NRG one-shot, which turned out to be a two-shot. But nonetheless, there's lots of goodies there for anyone who's interested in directly supporting and are interested in bonus content. You are welcome to interact with us on Twitter and join our Discord for absolutely free. And there you can talk to us, the players, myself, the DM, or just generally react and join our 
community. If any of this sounds interesting to you, please check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash dunsparce for all of the socials, the Patreon link, our merch, and more. We are looking forward to you joining us for our next episode, which will release on the 13th of June. See you then. If you Since he's a child, there are no real legal repercussions. As a minor, I mean, you can, you can still go to juvie. Yeah, uh, that's there's still a there's a child jail. Did you forget that? That's a thing. <laughs> so uh, I, I've given you a map. Left um, arm. Left arm. Yeah, I was um, <laughs> for fun. There's a left arm in here. Uh, Kira, you can cut this out or put it at the end. Ah, uh, yes, um, we see ourselves, and outside the window is left arm. Okay, guys. It's okay, Schmidt's okay. left arm. It's Schmidt's loose <laughs> left arm. Wow, his arm is huge. Window.